Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8. Now, how Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. We cover top news and information related to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. We also follow two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now this is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. It's George from Blockchain DXP, and today is the 14th of September 2021. Now, the market does not look good, and earlier on in the day, there was a massive fake news about Litecoin and Walmart. So, essentially, what the news was that Walmart has started to accept Litecoin as a payment. Now, this was definitely fake news and not a good look for cryptocurrency. What makes it worse was that. The news was posted by the official Twitter account of Litecoin. However, it's completely fake news. Now, today we're going to be talking about Michael Saylor, who's in the news about Bitcoin, Elon Musk, who's back in the crypto news, and Coinbase goes to war with SEC. And I'm also going to be sharing some information about the Dubai Blockchain Week, because today is day three. And we're talking about news about Dubai, wherein boxing meets crypto. Amir Khan has a crypto fight night on October 16th in Dubai. And I'm also going to be talking about a Bahrainian startup called Ina Blur, which allows Sukhsuk ownership of $1,000 on a blockchain-based platform. I believe they're using Tezos. And later on, we also have the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So welcome, guys, at 6.30 a.m. You're in Dubai, and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover farm news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. Now, how the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover three news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies and some major breaking news or mega news, short and sweet. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. So welcome everyone, it's 14th of September and the market does not look green, it looks extremely red. That means we are in the bearish market. The global crypto market is at $2.06 trillion. Just a few days ago, the global crypto market was $2.40 trillion. Since the last 24 hours, it has decreased by 0.85%. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is 139 
billion dollars. Now, since the last 24 hours, it has increased by 28.70%. The volume of DeFi is currently at $19.34 billion. Now, DeFi accounts for 13.85% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now, what has happened recently, guys, since the last month or so, because of NFTs, people are just not talking about DeFi. Even Bankless, one of my favorite podcasts, which used to talk about DeFi protocols and products, since the last two weeks, they're only talking about NFTs, that is non-fungible tokens. But DeFi is there to stay, and so is NFTs as well. So it'd be really interesting if we tend to see a lot of news about DeFi. Now, the volume of stable coins is now at 109.44 billion dollars. Look, guys, I talked about this yesterday as well. Whenever the price of cryptocurrencies tend to fall down, stable coins are back to the rescue. Now, what is really scary is that Tether USDT, the volume definitely seems to be notoriously high. Now, the volume of stable coins is at $109.44 billion. Tether USDT alone accounts for $90 billion of it. Stable coins account for 78.39%. Of the total crypto market 24-hour volume the king of cryptocurrencies bitcoin the price of bitcoin is currently at forty-five thousand one hundred and fifty-seven dollars now the bitcoin dominance is currently at 41.28 percent since the last 24 hours the dominance has increased by 0.32 percent ethereum dominance however has gone down to 18.90%. What do you guys think? Will Ethereum in the near future overtake Bitcoin in terms of coin market cap? In terms of coin market cap, I definitely think so. It will. In, in terms of price, I definitely don't think that Ethereum will ever take over Bitcoin. The news that about today, which is going on a lot, is about micro strategy. Michael Saylor dolls are 240 million dollars on additional bitcoin purchase i'm going to be talking in detail about that the price of bitcoin is currently at forty five thousand one hundred and fifty seven dollars since the last seven days bitcoin is down by 14.10 percent so is ethereum ethereum is down by 15.87 percent since the last seven days surprisingly cardano is at two dollars and 39 cents since the upgrade that happened yesterday, since the last 24 hours, the price of Cardano has gone down by 3.10%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 15.53%. And this is what happens whenever any blockchain protocols or cryptocurrency projects has a particular date. Just a day before that date and during that date, the price definitely tends to fall down. That's the nature of cryptocurrencies. Talking about Michael Saylor from MicroStrategy, Michael Saylor has purchased an additional 5,050 bitcoins for 242 millions in cash. Now, this is at an average price of $48,099. He has mentioned that via Twitter. Now, he had mentioned that on Twitter on the 12th of September. That what they want to do is they want to hodl, that is hold on to dear life. At the current moment, MicroStrategy owns 114,000 
42 Bitcoin. They acquired that for $3.16 billion at an average price of 27713 per Bitcoin. So what they did, they have been slowly accumulating Bitcoin. Now that all seems to be great. However, what I personally don't like about Michael Saylor is that he's been tweeting some random garbage about Bitcoin. One of the tweets that he said is that Bitcoin is digital energy. That is extremely atrocious and lame. Now, if you go through his Twitter, the things that he has mentioned about Bitcoin is digital energy. You can convert that digital energy into something else. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, what I would recommend you to do is in my LinkedIn profile, I have published the official release by MicroStrategy. So there is an official document stating that Michael Saylor from MicroStrategy has purchased an additional 5,000 Bitcoin, so definitely worth reading too. The major news since the last 24 hours is about Coinbase. Now, Coinbase seems to be going on war with Security Exchange Commission. The Coinbase announced earlier today that a 1.5 billion dollar bond sale. Now, the reason why this is news is because Coinbase announced a 1.5 billion dollar sale shortly after SEC threatened to sue the firm over its lending platform. Now what happened since the last few days was that Coinbase was kind of upset with Security Exchange Commission and they have been posting memes in opposition to Security Exchange Commission decision. Believe what Coinbase did was they went ahead and approached the Security Exchange Commission about the lending program and the Security Exchange Commission clearly told them that if they were to be releasing it they will be penalized Coinbase still went ahead and did that, but the official release can be found on the link in my particular website. Now, what I would recommend you to do is, on 7th of September, Paul Greval, who is the Chief Legal Officer at Coinbase, posted a blog. Now, the blog is titled, The SEC has told us it wants to sue us over lend. We do not know why. Now, I would recommend you to go ahead and read that particular information first and then go ahead and read through the link on my LinkedIn profile. So it will give you a much better idea of what is going on between Coinbase and Security Exchange Commission. Laura Shin from Unchained Podcast, one of the OGs in the cryptocurrency space, also had a podcast on the 10th of September where she invited Effort Livney, who is a deal book business and policy reporter at New York Times. And they discussed Coinbase's fight with SEC over the Lend protocol. If you follow Coinbase's CEO, that is Brian Armstrong on Twitter, you will see a lot of the Bitcoin OGs, that is Eric Voorhees, is also supporting Brian Armstrong. Now Brad Garlinghouse, who is the co-founder of Ripple, also has an ongoing case with SEC. Now he's also supporting Brian Armstrong and has tweeted some powerful and funny memes. So definitely worth reading through it and going through it absolutely fantastic and interesting stuff now hopefully things work out perfectly well and it is solved in a way where coinbase and its users are benefited moving on to the next news kevin o'leary from shark tank abc told cnbc that ethereum's network speed was too slow and called for u.s crypto regulation now bitcoin could see inflows worth one trillion dollars if regulators 
classified crypto as an asset and approve an ETF. Now, this is what he told Business Insider. Now, Business Insider has published O'Leary's eight best quotes from the interview, which you can see it on the link on my LinkedIn profile. But what I'm going to do is I'm just quickly going to run to what he said. Now, what O'Leary said that he finds Ethereum as a user to be extremely slow and there's going to be other chains that are going to emerge which probably might be much much faster now what he has also said that he does not want to get involved in crypto if the regulator says it is not okay now he can't afford to be offside and he cannot afford to be non-compliant now what is really interesting about coinbase that he said is that the regulators have pushed back on the lend product from coinbase and that is a slowdown. Now, on the SEC's threat to sue the cryptocurrency exchange if it releases a product offering that would pay stablecoin owners 4% interest on their savings. So, it looks like Kevin O'Leary is also on the side of Coinbase CEO. Now, when the 10-year Treasury note is making less than inflation, you start to look at alternatives. And that's why stablecoins are becoming really interesting. This is one of the quotes by Kevin O'Leary. It is really interesting, you know, about Kevin O'Leary because a couple of years ago, he wasn't quite sure about Bitcoin. He completely dismissed Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. A couple of months ago, he was praising Ethereum a lot. Now, looks like he's going back and forth between Ethereum and is coming back towards Bitcoin. Now, what he's also said is that we want the regulators to actually make some decisions about crypto because none of us that are in financial services want to actually be the cowboys about it. Now, if the regulators finally allow financial services companies to call it as an asset, put it into an ETF in the United States like they have in Canada and other countries, there would be at least $1 trillion worth of buying in Bitcoin. So that is some absolutely massive news. So what I would recommend you to do is go to Business Insider. The link is on my LinkedIn profile. So definitely go ahead and go through that. Now, the next news is about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is back in the cryptocurrency news again. Now, what happened was that he tweeted a pic of his dog. Now, he tweeted a picture of his dog and he said, Floki. Now, why does this particular tweet have any significance? The reason being, on June 25th, he tweeted that my Shiba Inu will be named Floki. And just earlier today, he posted a picture of a dog named Floki. Now, because of this tweet, Dogecoin spin-off shows 1,000% after Elon Musk shows off the Floki puppy. Now, since the tweet, Shiba Floki, which is another meme coin, is currently up by 1,009%. And Floki Inu, which is another meme coin, is up by 108% since the last 24 hours absolutely crazy i would personally be extremely wary of these meme coins the next news is about nft and hedge fund billionaire so hedge fund multi-billionaire steve cohen helps an nft startup named Rico, which is r-e-c-u-r raise 50 million dollars investment into nft platform with collegiate licensing deal now the co-founder of Rico has posted an article from Forbes. So I would definitely go ahead and recommend you guys to go ahead and read it. Now, in my LinkedIn profile, you will see all these links. And Decrypt, 
has also reported that alongside word of the fundraiser, Breaker has also announced the impending launch of NFTU.com. NFTU.com is a platform for officially licensed college football digital collectibles. Now guys, we're going to move on to the next news about UAE. But before that, I'd like to talk about an event which takes place from the 13th to the 14th of October. That event is called as Future Innovation Summit. Now, in case if you guys are in Dubai, if you are a startup, I would definitely recommend you guys to go ahead and attend this particular event. Now, this event called as Future Innovation Summit kicks off on the 13th till the 14th of October. It's called as Future Innovation Summit Dubai. The Future Innovation Summit is the leading government conference organized under the patronage of the private office of Sheikh Sakir bin Mohammed Al Sakimi. Now, in case if you are a startup, I would definitely recommend you to go ahead and participate in this particular event because it is a unique platform for organizations, businesses, and individuals alike to share their expertise, knowledge, technologies and lay foundations for future vision and innovation of the world. There will be leading international speakers who will share the ideas and visions on how we can collaborate and improve the life of humankind. The Future of Innovation Summits presents you with one-of-a-kind opportunity to extend the network in your spheres of interest. Now, if you are a startup, there are two options. Essentially, you can either put up a startup pitch or you can put up a startup stand. If you were to put up a startup pitch, you are eligible for a prize of 1.5 million dirhams. The second prize is 1 million dirhams and the third prize is 700 dirhams. Now, in case you want to set it up, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Alternatively, you can also have a startup stand. Now, with startup stand, you will not be available for the prize money. But if you are interested, drop me an email to info at blockchaintxb.com. Now, the reason why I would like to recommend this particular event is because there would be international speakers, key decision makers from government and international people. So in case if you're a startup, you definitely need to showcase your particular project. This will actually be an ideal platform. Moving on to news about UAE. Amir Khan, the famous boxer, the boxing legend, and Super Boxing League in association with Savvy Capital, Bybit, and World Boxing Council have announced a crypto fight night in Dubai. Now, the winner gets the WC Crypto Belt. Amir Khan is one of, if not one of, the legends in the boxing, boxing world. Now, the event takes place on October 16th at La Perle in Dubai. Now, the main event is between Rookie XBT versus Loom Dart. Absolutely crazy stuff. Now, the main event will be a clash between crypto traders, that is, Rookie XBT versus Loom Dart. Rookie XBT is one of the youngest and most respected crypto traders. You can find his information on Twitter. And Loom Dart is arguably the most notable investor in the industry and partner in VC Ergur Capital. Now the winner gets the one-off WBC crypto belt. The star-studded evening will showcase Dubai as the future of blockchain technology and innovation with the world's 
fastest growing community in attendance on fight night. So absolutely crazy stuff. The event is taking place on 16th October 2021. You can also find all this information on www.boxing247.com. The reason why this is massive baking news is because it is managed and done by Amir Khan. Now Amir Khan is a two-time world champion and an Olympic gold medalist as well. They have done this with Super Boxing League in association with Savvy Capital, Bybit and the World Boxing Council. The high-profile event will feature the world's leading crypto traders meeting in the ring and all funds generated from the big night that includes an auction of various crypto-related assets, collectibles and NFT digital arts will be donated to the vital humanitarian work undertaken by the Amir Khan Foundation. So absolutely fantastic stuff. So the crypto and boxing is being used for a very good cause. The high profile event will feature the world's leading crypto traders meeting in the rings. And all funds generated from the big event will be donated to vital humanitarian work undertaken by Amir Khan Foundations. Funds will be generated by an auction on various crypto related assets, collectibles and NFT digital art. Moving on to the next news, that is a Bahrainian company called Inablur. The website is inablr.com. What's really interesting is that they have posted quite a lot of useful information on the LinkedIn profile. So the LinkedIn profile is inablr Middle East WLL. Now what that is, is it's an Islamic wealth management platform authorized sandbox participant under the central bank of bahrain regulatory sandbox program now they're building a bespoke investment platform democratizing and enabling fractional ownership of financial and alternative investment instruments so the news is that Suk ownership of one thousand dollars using the blockchain to develop the infrastructure on the platform will be available by 2022. So Inablar plans to launch the platform in 2022 in Bahrain and scale to other markets in the Gulf and the wider Middle East. Its unique offering will provide retail investors the opportunity to invest in the secondary market, that is bonds and suksuks, which are currently only available to high net worthy clients and institutional investors, which means with this fractional ownership will now be possible. Leveraging blockchain, the company is using its initiative solution to lower entry to these kind of investments to as little as $1,000 from traditional US $200,000 currently needed in the bond or suksuk market. So absolutely fantastic stuff. In the LinkedIn profile, they have mentioned what suksuk is done six months ago. So essentially, suksuk represents aggregate and undivided shares of ownership in a tangible asset as it relates to a specific project or a specific investment activity. An investor in Suksuk therefore does not own a debt obligation owed by the bond issuer but instead owns the price of the asset that's linked to the investment. And a Suksuk is an Islamic financial certificate similar to a bond in Western finance that complies with Sharia Islamic religious law. Since the traditional Western interest-paying bond structure is not permissible, 
the issuer of a Silk Silk sells an investor group a certificate and then uses the proceeds to purchase an asset of which the investor group has partial ownership. The issuer must also make a contractual promise to buy back the bond at a future date at par value. Islamic law prohibits what's known as riba or interest. Therefore, traditional Western debt instruments cannot be used as investment vehicles. To circumvent this, suksuks were created in order to link the returns and cash flows of debt financing to a specific asset being purchased, effectively distributing the benefits of that asset. Now, the most common form of suksuk is the trust certificate. Surprisingly, these certificates are governed by Western law. However, the structure of this type of suksuk is fairly complicated. The organization raising funds first creates an offshore special purpose vehicle, also called as SPV. The SPV issues trust certificates to qualified investors and puts the proceeds of the investment towards funding agreement with the issuing organization. In return, the investment earns a portion of the profit linked to the asset. So what Inablo is going to do is they are going to be using Tezos blockchain because with Tezos blockchain, you it becomes much more easier to issue security token offering. Now the next things which I'd like to quickly talk about is about Dubai blockchain event. So Dubai blockchain event was live from the 12th of this month and it is taking place uh, 16th of this month. Today is 14th day three of DIFC Blockchain Week and Stornist will be discussing how is blockchain affecting our legacies. Later on in the day, GX Digital Assets are going to talk about blockchain powered finance for SMEs and towards the end of the day, CoinMena will talk about is crypto safe. So definitely an event worth attending to. So. That's all for today, guys, from the Crypto and Coffee Attack from Blockchain TXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchain TXP. You can also check out our website that is www.blockchaindxp.com. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast, click on the follow button, and share the word across. Now, for the next 30 minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So thanks so much for listening. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and you're listening to Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Remember Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. we have Crypto and Coffee at 8 where we talk about top news and information related to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. We also talk to news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from 8.30 a.m to 9 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. Now we have Sarah from Facebook who has asked the first question. Sarah asks, where can I buy Bitcoin? Now Sarah, what I would recommend to do is, rather than buying Bitcoin or any cryptocurrencies, 
I would strongly recommend you to go ahead and acquire Bitcoin. Now, how can you acquire Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies? It's pretty simple. Let's say if you are a freelancer or have a business, rather than accepting fiat currencies such as the US dollar or dirhams or British pounds, you can start accepting cryptocurrencies. You can start accepting Bitcoin or Litecoin or Ether or pretty much any cryptocurrency that you're comfortable with. So the first recommendation rather than buying Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is to acquire them. Let's say if you are an employee, you can have utilize certain services such as BitWage. Now what BitWage does is it allows you to take a part of your salary in cryptocurrencies. Now needless to say that do they do take certain amount of commission. So you may want to try other forms of ways where you can take a certain element of your salary in cryptocurrencies. Now let's say if you're still keen on buying Bitcoin, what I would recommend you to do is go to localbitcoins.com. Now how localbitcoins.com works is it works similar to Debezel in UAE and similar to Gumtree in UK. Essentially it is a marketplace of buyers and sellers. These buyers and sellers have a rating system. However, the massive risk is you will have to meet a particular seller and then go ahead and exchange your cryptocurrency. And there have been many cases where people have lost their funds, as in the seller has promised to send them Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, but they have not sent them Bitcoins. The next one is cryptocurrency exchange. So you can utilize Coinbase, and if you are in UAE, you can utilize BitOasis, which is one of the leading cryptocurrency exchanges in the MENA region. So you can also utilize, let's say, uh, Coinbase or Binance or any other cryptocurrencies. Now these cryptocurrencies are centralized cryptocurrencies. Now the fact that you've asked me where can I buy Bitcoin, I'm pretty sure that you are not aware of decentralized or DEX decentralized which are called as DEX or decentralized cryptocurrency exchanges. Now Uniswap is one of them. In case of Uniswap there is no central person, it's only buyers and sellers. So those were the options. So the first option would be to acquire Bitcoin. The second one would be to look at localbitcoins.com and finally try buying it from a cryptocurrency exchange. And I have another user called Max from Facebook once again who has asked, how would you define Bitcoin? Now Max, this is a very good question. Now there are different definitions of Bitcoin. Some of them call Bitcoin as digital money. Some of them say digital coin. Some of them say it's digital gold or internet of money or cryptocurrencies. Now all of these definitions are definitely true. But the proper definition of Bitcoin is Bitcoin is a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. Now this sounds quite a lot, but the proper definition of Bitcoin is Bitcoin is peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. Now I'll tell you why this definition is more relevant. Firstly, it is mentioned in the Bitcoin white paper by the mysterious Satoshi Nakamoto. The beautiful thing about this definition is that the definition is broken down into two parts. That is, it is peer-to-peer, -peer, which means there is no central intermediary, no central person involved. And this definition also looks at the monetary aspect of it, that is an electronic cash system. In the later part, that is the electronic cash system, this is where 
the proof of work, the Bitcoin mining, the Bitcoin halving, the Bitcoin reward kicks in and also the circulating supply of 21 million of Bitcoin kicks in. So if you were to ask me what is the definition of Bitcoin or how I would define Bitcoin, I would define Bitcoin as peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. I have another question by Karthik who has asked how many cryptocurrencies are there at the moment. Now let me look at that Karthik real quick for you right. Now what I tend to do is I go to coinmarketcap.com and that's where I get most of my, my information from. Now you can look at Coindesk or CoinGecko. Now as per coinmarketcap.com as of today that is 14th of September there are 11,868 cryptocurrencies and the market cap of all the cryptocurrencies combined is $2 trillion. It is $2.06 trillion to be precise. Now out of these 11,868 cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin is the king of all kings. Bitcoin is blockchain technology. The next big thing is Bitcoin. And Bitcoin's dominance is currently at 41.28%, which means Bitcoin accounts for 41.28% of all the 11,868 cryptocurrencies. Ethereum's dominance is 18.90%. So the number of cryptocurrencies is keeping on increasing. Now I'm also looking at the exchanges via coinmarketcap.com. It states that there are 409 different types of cryptocurrency exchanges. And I talked about earlier, in case you want to go ahead and buy Bitcoin, make sure you go ahead and check if that particular exchange is available in the region that you're living in right now. So to answer your question, Karthik, there are 11,868 different types of cryptocurrencies. So guys, I have another few minutes in case if you guys have any other questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain or cryptocurrencies, you're more than welcome to go ahead and ask me absolutely any question. I have Cheryl from Podbean who has asked, what is the best resource to learn about cryptocurrencies? Now, this is a fantastic question, Sharon. I had published a list of resources via my LinkedIn profile. I think I published it somewhere around the mid of July. So what I did was, you know, I published a list of resources to know everything about Bitcoin, to know everything about blockchain technology. Now, what I did back then, I mentioned a list of websites. I mentioned a list of YouTube channels and I also mentioned a list of podcasts. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and check when I had published that particular date. But follow me on LinkedIn and if you can send me a message, I'll direct you to that particular link. Or alternatively, you can also go to my website. Now, in fact, on my website, I have got all the resources right now. So you can go to my website, that is www.blockchain.com dxb.com now the first resource Cheryl which I would recommend you to do is it's a website by Jameson Lop and the website is www.lopp.net that is L for Larry O for Opera P for Peter P for Peter dot net now this has all the information about Bitcoin probably the only website that you need to build your knowledge on Bitcoin the other one I would recommend is Bitcoin.org. 
the bitcoin.org has a mysterious owner called as cobra and this particular mysterious person was sued by dr craig white so the bitcoin white paper is no longer available on bitcoin.org so for bitcoin.org you will find loads of useful information but you will not find the bitcoin white paper now Cheryl in case you want to find out about ethereum I would recommend you to go to ethereum.org everything about ethereum you will find it over there now again going back to bitcoin bitcoin.com now bitcoin.com was formerly blockchain.info now bitcoin.com currently focuses on bitcoin cash so make sure you clearly understand and read the differentiation between bitcoin and bitcoin cash now there are also a couple of books that i would like to recommend and i'm reading this straight from my website bitcoin standard by dr saifuddin Ormus. absolutely fantastic stuff mastering bitcoin mastering ethereum the Internet of Money by Andreas Antonopoulos. The Sovereign Individual by James Dale Davidson. Fantastic stuff. Blockchain Revolution is also a really, really important book. Now, it is written by father and son Don Tapscott and Alex Tapscott. Definitely fantastic stuff. And the best thing is to read the Bitcoin White Paper. By Satoshi Nakamoto. Now there are a couple of YouTube channels which I would like to recommend. Now there are quite a lot of them, but I would only recommend you, let's say, YouTube channels. That is Andreas Antonopoulos, MIT Courseware. If you want to learn everything about blockchain, the best YouTube channel is the MIT Courseware. It's completely free of cost. And uh, Gary Kensler, who is currently man in charge of the SEC used to be a trainer for MIT course you can actually see him talk about blockchain and one of the OGs of blockchain is crypto and the person is called as Oman Bam absolutely fantastic stuff Ivan on tech used to be great on YouTube I mean the reason why I'm saying he used to be great I mean till 2020 he had fantastic content but since the last one year or so his content isn't as good as what it used to be box mining also is a fantastic youtube channel in case you want to find out some technical stuff and learn some technical stuff i would recommend let's talk monero now there are loads of podcasts that i would like to recommend as well now what i'm going to do is i'm going to read out a list directly from my website the first one what i would recommend is speaking of bitcoin it used to be formally called as let's talk bitcoin Epicenter, one of the oldest podcasts on crypto, Unchained by Laura Shin, and I talked about it earlier when we talked about Coinbase versus the SEC. What Bitcoin Did by Peter McCormack is absolutely fantastic podcast. It might be the first or the second most listened podcast in the cryptocurrency space. And the Pomp Podcast is another one. A Pomp Podcast might be the first one. Now let's talk Bitcoin was also great initially they should talk only about bitcoin but uh, now they have different speakers and they talk about ethereum quite a lot of things lex friedman he talks a lot about crypto more recently he's been talking to a lot of uh, ogs from the ethereum space that is vitalik butrin charles hoskinson and sergey nazarov from chainlink and quite a lot of people as well and the bitcoin knowledge by trace mayer 
Now he has stopped doing his podcast, but all of his old podcasts, which is till 2019, absolutely fantastic stuff, covers a lot of basics. And Crypto 101 by Bryce Paul and Pizza Mike, absolutely fantastic. Now one podcast which is making a lot of news is Bankless, which is by Ryan Sean Adams. And they talk a lot about Ethereum and DeFi. Lately they've been talking about NFT as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. And also Bitcoin Standard by Dr. Sephardine Armas. Absolutely fantastic stuff. So sorry the list was a bit too long, but those are the resources that you can actually go ahead and use in order to build your Bitcoin and blockchain and cryptocurrency knowledge. I have another question by Ralph from Facebook who has asked, what is your take on CBDCs? Now Ralph, CBDCs, that is central bank digital currencies, are definitely going to kick in. Firstly, central bank digital currencies are going to be issued by the central bank. So how it's going to work is, let's say, if you have an HSBC account, and if you have $10,000 or 10,000 dirhams in your HSBC account, the central bank will say that whatever equivalent amount you have in your HSBC account will automatically be transferred to your central bank account in the form of CBDCs, that are central bank digital currencies. So what happens to HSBC? HSBC most likely will help the central bank in setting up the entire process. So most likely it's the end of the banking era. Now central bank digital currencies will be stable coins and currently as we speak Ralph, there are over 80 countries working on central bank digital currencies and Ralph mentioned about UAE is also planning on CBDCs. That's absolutely correct Ralph. UAE is also planning on a central bank digital currencies. Now I talked about this in the past that a few weeks ago or probably a month ago the UAE government has officially published that they will be releasing the central bank digital currency. However, this news was recalled. The news was in relation to 2023 strategy. So my understanding is that around 2023 is when they would be releasing central bank digital currency. And that could be one of the reasons why they had withdrawn or retracted that news. Now what I would recommend you to do, Ralph, is Bankless, the podcast which I talked about earlier to Cheryl, released an episode with Richard Turing. Now the podcast is all about central bank digital currency in China. It is extremely, extremely powerful, scary, and uh, a dystopian future is ahead because in that particular podcast, which is over an hour and 45 minutes long, they talk about China central bank digital currencies. Now China CBDC is around 54 trillion dollar market cap plus the CBDCs in China can be used without the internet. There's also going to be smart contract functionality which is going to be built on CBDC. So what I would recommend you to do Ralph is listen Bankless by Ryan Sean Adams and the guest's name is Richard Turing. Follow him, Richard Turing on LinkedIn because he constantly keeps updating about central bank digital currencies. So that's all for today guys from the Ask Me Anything series. Remember Monday to Thursdays 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. We have crypto and coffee at 8 where we talk about all price related information of major breaking news in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain and cryptocurrencies. 
followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Gulf Standard Time where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Thanks so much for listening guys. Take care and be safe. Have a nice one.